Welcome to the Dating After Divorce podcast. I'm your host, Shade Curry, and I believe every divorced woman deserves a romantic relationship where she feels safe, loved, and cherished. You can create the most amazing life after divorce, and I will teach you how. Hey everybody, welcome to this bonus episode of the Dating After Divorce podcast. So this is going to be a series of um, tips and ideas and lessons that I have uh, pulled out of the mini-series Bad Vegan. And so this is a true story of a woman who ended up married to um, a man who sort of I guess it's hard to say, took advantage of her for sure. However, she was a willing accomplice the whole way. And it was just such a great show um, and a great story that really illustrated in detail what happens when uh, we go out into the dating world and we have blind spots or we have this naivete or codependency or people pleasing when we are not fully solid in who we are and able to assert ourselves and really able to own ourselves and our path in the world. So this story, uh, Sarma's story, I thought was just really incredible. And I was really, um, I really resonated with a lot of the things that happened with her, not the overarching story, like the way it played out, my story played out very differently, but there were so many little signs and so many little things that um, was said and done in that sh- in that show that I was like, oh my God, I just have to point out all of these subtle signs, all of these subtle actions that can really point you to whether or not a person is toxic or not. And um, part of my work as a coach is to help my clients really retrain their intuition, learn to listen to their intuition and know when their intuition is telling them something and how to follow through on verifying what their intuition is saying. Because sometimes... Um, a person will be like, oh, my intuition said this, and then I just took action, and then it turned out to be the wrong thing, or I made a mistake. Or my intuition said this, but then I second-guessed it, and I wasn't sure, and then, you know, I fell into the wrong hands or whatever, <laughs> whatever the story is. Um, this is one of those uh, stories, Bad Vegan is such a good story that showed like the subtle signs that your intuition might be pointing out to you, but you might not know how to interpret what's happening. So I want to encourage you to watch Bad Vegan. Um, as of February, 2023, it is on Netflix. Uh, you may be able to purchase it. If you don't have Netflix, you may be able to actually purchase the miniseries on another platform or on DVD or Blu-ray. So I definitely encourage you to check that out and watch it and follow along with the series on the lesson, dating lessons from Bad Vegan. All right. So the very first lesson is really <laughs> came right out of the gate with episode one, minute one, like literally the very first minute. And they open with Sarmer calling her ex-husband, making a phone call to him. Now, this is after everything's been said and done. All the drama has played out. They're no longer together. But she called him for the purposes of this Netflix series to tell him that a Netflix series was going to be made. And what was fascinating is that in the very first few sentences, he said that, I love you. He told her that he loved her and that she loved him, even though she wouldn't admit it. 
And it's such a tiny little, just a tiny little um, action. There were just really subtle words, but he was telling her how she felt. He didn't ask her how she felt. He told her how she felt. And I can imagine that throughout their relationship, that probably played out over and over again. Manipulators, narcissists, toxic people, even good kind people who want to project on you will tell you how you feel. And if you are not a person who has really created a solid sense of self, you will permit that. If you think back to when you were a kid, there are some parents who would tell their children how they felt, you know, like if you ever experienced a situation where you were crying over something and then you were invalidated, you were told there's nothing to cry about. Or um, if you don't shut up, I'll give you something to cry about. Your feelings in that moment were invalidated. You were given the message that your feelings didn't count or that you really didn't know how to feel. You didn't know what you were supposed to feel in that moment. And if this plays out over and over throughout childhood, and if you were in a first marriage where you were with someone who was narcissistic or manipulative, then chances are you might truly think that you don't know how you feel. And then you will let other people tell you how you feel, right? And in that moment, when a person says, I love you, You don't want to be mean. You don't want to hurt them. You don't want to, you know, tell them, oh, you don't know, you don't love me. And if they tell you, well, you love me. Well, so if the person tells you that you love them, you don't want to be mean and say, well, no, I don't love you. You don't want to say no, right? Like that sounds mean. Even if the person isn't someone you want to romantically be with, you may not want to use the words, well, no, I don't love you, right? And if you are... Um, somewhat of a people pleaser, or you don't own your own reality, you're not solid in how you see the world, how you see yourself. Um, If you don't have a very clear emotional vocabulary where you are always in touch with your own body and your own nervous system and very sure about how you feel and how you see the world, that little opening of self-doubt can be manipulated by other people. Right. So you might find yourself in a, in a situation where someone would tell you, if you loved me, you would X. Or if you leave me, I will hurt myself. Do you want to, you know, see me hurt? It will be your fault if I hurt myself <laughs> if you leave. Right. And we see this pattern through our bad vegan repeating over and over and over again because Sarma was really someone who she was just like this very, like she had a lot of fairy tale thinking. She was very idealistic, just, probably somebody who, I don't, and I don't know that she would ever call herself an empath, but I see people in the world who are kind of like that. They refer to themselves as empaths. But really, when it comes to adulting, what it, what that turns out to be is that you have difficulty owning your own reality. When your reality is different from someone else's reality, you have a hard time standing in your reality. Like you have a hard time just being like, uh, no, actually, I don't feel that way. <laughs> Like you feel that way, but I don't feel that way. Separating yourself from the way the other person feels. And um, that, you know, there are a lot of reasons why that might be happening. You might not have fully individuated from uh, your, your parents or from your family or from your religious system or systems of thinking. Like there are just so many reasons why that might be happening. But the key is if you let other people tell you how to feel and that creates self-doubt, if you don't know how you feel, it means you have difficulty owning your own reality. You have difficulty saying, this is how I think, 
This is how I feel. And it doesn't matter who says that that is true or not true. Now, the other lesson from just that first minute was when um, he told her, hey, I love you, right? And, you know, a lot of my clients who are people pleasers love those pretty words. <laughs> like one of my clients says, she says, I just love the pretty words. And I love you is a very, it's a set of pretty words, right? And sometimes we don't know what that means. We don't know what we define as when a person loves us. So I always, I want you to define that. Like after this episode, just take a moment to say, when a person says they love me, for me to agree that they love me, this is what it means. Right. And I can imagine that Sarma had heard the words, I love you over and over again from her ex-husband and fell for it. But in that one phone call, it's interesting that you see him say, I love you one minute. And within 30 seconds, he's talking about raining hellfire. He's talking about how he's not a person to be messed with. Like literally he goes from like a person with this sweet, I love you face to really hard and mean and with an edge and vengeful on the same phone call just within a minute or two. So, um, Those are the two things that I wanted to bring out of that first minute. There's so many lessons here. I probably will have about 50 lessons from from Bad Vegan. Um, But the the first two here are, what does it mean when a person says they love you? What does that mean to you? You want to define that. You want to know what that means. And do you let other people tell you how you feel? Or are you in touch with how you feel? Are you aware of your own feelings at all times? no matter what another person tries to project on you. If you are not sure about how you feel, if you're not in touch with your emotions, then there's some work to be done there. Um, We need a strong emotional vocabulary. Like most of us are aware of when we're sad, when we're happy, when we're angry. Maybe that, that might even just be it. But there are hundreds of emotions. And even just being angry might have like three or four different emotions. You might feel betrayed. You might feel... um, loss, you might feel hurt, you might feel left out, you might feel disrespected. There's so many emotions that could be just underneath the one emotion of anger. So developing an emotional vocabulary is a really, really important part of owning your own reality, of owning your life, and also being able to tell when someone else is attempting to manipulate you. All right. I hope you have enjoyed episode one of the lessons or lesson one from the lessons from Bad Vegan. Please go and watch the show so that we can have this conversation. Uh, Thank you for your time and attention and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening today. If you are ready to get married after divorce, I want to invite you to download my free eight video training specifically designed to help divorced women date with ease and get married again. Head over to shadecurry.com to get started. That's S-A-D-E-C-U-R-R-Y.com. I'll see you inside.